<coughs> oh, that's Fat cute. people falling. Getting that from YouTube. What? Fat people falling? Yeah. Why? We're doing a podcast, Nick. <laughs> we can't watch fat people f- turn the volume off so we can the still watch. The volume is off. Look. Okay, cool. So, oh, now I'm distracted. They're supposed to be resurrecting the woolly mammoth in 2028. Yeah, I want to know what they're gonna do. There's like, like two. Yeah, I know. I want some woolly mammoth. They is need that to like wrong? speed up the process. Well, I mean, if For they're gonna manufacture want... them, why the fuck not? You know. Right. No, why can't they it's just to like increase save bio- animals that are like on the verge of extinction it's to increase biodiversity? I know a guy that has a lot invested in mammoth tusk things. Really? And yeah, I know weird people, but uh, I'm wondering if 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 this is a concern of his when it comes to value, considering so more is, is it, being manufactured. Is it still considered <laughs> ivory? Yeah, yeah, because well, it's still like bone or whatever dude there's stories of people eating mammoth meat that was frozen in the ground yeah it's the fucking disgusting yeah there's nothing good about it it's like never heard people eating dry aged like steaks and stuff remember those videos it's a little worse than that like it's beyond that it's like i feel like like, it was probably a little freezer burnt yeah yeah but i've heard of people doing it and apparently they did it um they did it there was some kind of big dinner event back in the twenties or some shit. What? Weird shit that like sounds that. somewhat familiar. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true. Would yeah. you? And try... they were having some mystery meat. I mean, was mammoth meat. So yeah, Ooh. I wouldn't try really old mammoth meat, but I would definitely try. Oh yeah, I want one so of these like, new does that boys. mean like the calves are like more tender, like oh, with mammoth cows? veal? Oh, oh mammoth yeah. veal. Oh god, we're gonna bring something back it's just to eat it be again. Like Yay! Butter. Uh, Listen, the more and more I looked into it, in I got mouth. I got a weird confession. I we went to the zoo enough times in one year that I really got curious as to if one could eat or should eat a uh, flamingo. By the way, it's illegal. Oh. It's no, illegal. You cannot. It's very really? frowned upon. Why? It's not. There is nowhere that fucking eats those things. Mm-hmm. Like, are they like? Apparently, which means not. somebody has. That's the thing. That means but, those people have. But appa- I looked into it well enough, though, that I th- I think the general thing is is they don't they don't taste good. Yeah, but you they, don't know. No that. matter what you do, now I found a little bit of information. I can't like. I, said, I feel I like it would probably be a little but, fishy because they live off of plankton. Yeah, they're yeah they they got a weird diet. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, that, I mean, there's tons of fish that we don't eat for the same fucking reason. Yeah. Like they just they you can't make but them sunfish. Or that whatever. there's no Even there's no nutritional value to them either. You guys know That's what a sunfish is? Sunfish. They're like this real big. They almost look like a freaking arrowhead or something. They're like real Are dumb. Flatish. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They're like it's supposed to taste terrible because there's not a lot of like real like meat, but people still eat it for some reason. Oh, and going along with the mammoth thing, did you hear about the pregnant stingray? What? Somewhere down oh, south. Oh shit, yes. There's a pregnant stingray and this it's it's mesmerizing because the stingray is a female uh-huh. and it is in and in, 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 it's only thing in enclosure with two other things that are both male sharks. And and so they're yeah they're looking at a lot of very weird things that could be happening. I think in a couple weeks. What the fuck? Yeah, because it could either end up being just a clone of the the, the like stingray. she impregnated herself so essentially, or or which is astronomically right. impossible. Like 
Like I wouldn't say impo- are, improbable. It, it's it's, are it's they improbable in the same so family? much. It's, or it could be a hybrid of the two. They are. But the thing they is, are? is mm. the oh. way the way that sharks fuck, uh, they mm-hmm. bite on each other, and so the stingray has little bar- little bite marks. Oh. Yeah. So she might have got it on with a shark, and like, what? what mesmerizes me is like the fucking ocean's a big place, man. Are we talking about the? Is this the first time they've had the fucking opportunity to do this? Probably know. not, if this is the case. But I mean, maybe because they usually stick to their own kind, right? I don't so know. like them being forced to be isolated like that, nature will find a way. That's the thing about mutation. My and question like is this: is evolution it, if, and stuff? If or what? Or what we say? What we're saying here is: if you put me and Mark in a fucking enclosure with an alien and just kept feeding us, and we, I guess your gamble is: is which one of us is gonna fuck it first? What? You well, we know we're gonna. We know I'm we're not, not gonna fuck each other, despite how much Rob <laughs> wants to see that featurette. Oh, but man. yeah. We know we're not going to fuck each other, so I mean, chances are we're going to take a Nick, swing at this thing if it's Nick, all right looking. You I know? would never fuck an alien. What if it looked like Miss no, Piggy? I'm not going to. Oh, see, no. they put a bag on her head. Worse. Yeah, we collect like the we we make what like a fuck? a helmet for it or something. That's see, the what? sharks aren't that smart, but we'd make we'd find I'd, a way. I'd skin it and eat it. Remember? <gasps> yeah. I don't know, then it has to be something that we wouldn't be able to do that to. Oh, God, that makes it even scarier. So, like, it's a It has to be kind of beam. bigger than us. Just a being yeah. made out of gas. <laughs> Methane. I'd fuck that day one. If it was like the one from Rick and Morty. There's a Rick and Morty gas yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole, like, They called massive. him Fart for a little oh, bit. Oh, okay, I think. He I didn't have a name. Sure. It was yeah. a real early episode back when oh, it was, like, yeah, still pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back when everybody else didn't like it so much. Oh, I actually like where it went, so I can't. Really yeah, about you know it. what? I people did, out I couldn't even purists about it. Tell that Roland, what is his first name? I forget. Yeah, the one. I the one couldn't voice even actor. tell he yeah. wasn't in it anymore. Nope. That's that's what you got to love about voice mm-hmm. actors. So, oh, one fucked up. I can do his voice. People were very angry and upset about it. There were people that didn't get jobs that like were pu- fucking like this guy's a better Morty. He can do Morty so much better than whoever else you're getting to do it. Like, oh yeah, there was a bunch of upset about certain if you were following certain people on TikTok, yeah. yeah. I don't know any of their fucking names because I don't follow them, <laughs> but I know that that was a thing. <laughs> TikTok is like some like fake little fairyland. Like, yeah. People sometimes. on TikTok are like my algorithm's Something pretty else. good for the shit that I find <coughs> kind of interesting yeah, or relevant. I don't me think too. I have an algorithm. Our guns no, and gory yeah. algorithm isn't. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, that's your fault, though. No, it's not. We're You're the one that keeps about. looking up. Uh, uh, what's his name? They're doing a. What? They're doing a biopic about who? Uh, Polly Shore. Mm, they're doing Shore. a biopic a biopic of no not Polly, but Polly Shore's oh, playing oh he's playing oh 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 Bob Ross or not something Bob not Ross. Bob Ross it's the guy uh, the, the exercise the Richard jazz- Simmons Richard, Richard Simmons, Simmons. Yeah, yeah and Richard Simmons is it, pissed it, about it it was <laughs> Richard it was Richard no Mark, Polly Shore <laughs> Mark keeps looking up Polly Richard Shore. Simmons to no. uh to do no. do has do has smash that like and it's a just thing? The, yeah it's this fucking thing you looked it up and that wasn't me because i thought it was funny as shit and i thought you'd bring it up by now so i've just been what? waiting months and months and months for you to bring up that you looked up this video on the fucking <laughs> i didn't 
the, uh, I don't know. The, does somebody else have access? Either. Do you have access to our? TikTok? It was just so yeah. oddly specific. Did you, you know? look it up? I might have. I don't know. Now oh. I hope there's so many people looking up the Richard Simmons do host. I didn't even know that existed. Go for it. Is that guy? Uh, I just that, guy, that fat guy fell. <gasps> oh, why are you doing that to yourself? Don't, don't do it. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, man. And so, anyways. Uh, <laughs> this is Mark. And this is Nick. And I'm Z. And, and this, this is the Guns and Gory Podcast. That bitch just tried to ride a unicorn. Oh. Oh, man. She tried. <laughs> hey! Guns and Gory! But we do have a podcast to run here. Yeah, ma'am. What? What? Commenting on fat people falling. What? Do you like to order pizza? Are you asking Explosion fails. Do you like to order pizza? Yeah, I do like to order pizza. Have you ever had the pizza guy who, like, took fucking hours to, like, get you the pizza? No. No? They've all been pretty... Dude, listen, when I lived in Liverpool... Anytime I'd order, it was like every fucking restaurant, like every pizza place around me. We'd order a pizza and like you'd call them like three, four times. And then like two hours later, they show up with your pizza. Uh, it was like Domino's in Calcutta. There was a uh, Fox's in town. Like all of them did that shit. You know how. And I swear it's just like it always freaking happens. You know how I know you grew up in Texas? Why? Because of that opinion. You actually had faith in Ohio pizza delivery places. <laughs> oh, I can't. When you moved to Ohio, I was like, well, you'll be back. Like, well, I knew it. Yeah, I, knew I it. did too. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about what they're probably doing when they're not coming with my pizza. And why our pizzas are always late. Talk all that shit on Ohio. That's because you guys are probably assholes. My pizzas are never I'm late. not. No. Never. Do you think I'm an asshole to the people delivering my food? No, probably not. Exactly. But why does yours take forever and ours is always like Because right Ohio. There? Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. Yeah. I guess. All right. I've never gotten pizza in Ohio, so I wouldn't know. It don't. I wouldn't recommend it. So I like heists. Do you like heists? Yeah. Do you like heists? Oh, man. I like really heists. Being like, in them, planning them, yes. well, or I mean, I like watching them. I like doing them, like, in Grand Theft Auto. But okay. in, like, real life, I feel like they're usually too convoluted to actually play out the way they're wanted to, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That and plus you only see shitty ones because like clearly the ones that got caught are the ones that you see on yeah, the news and stuff. True. You know what I mean? But, like, how Never many, the good ones is successful. How many are not getting caught? Gun gun fact thing. The the uh, Ohio or not Ohio? Jeez, oh man. The California, uh, the L A. The L A. Shooting. Mm-hmm. The like heist that those idiots were doing. That's yeah. why people like the dissipators with the Betamax. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, those. I mean, that gun was kind of cool, but like at the same time, these guys that were using it were kind of dumb. Like. I always remember that because, oh, boy, those guys were dumb. But the dissipators are pretty cool. Buy a <laughs> dissipator. Yeah. So before we go any further, I want to say that um, 
If you want to know more about today's subject, watch the movie 30 Minutes or Less. That'll kind of give you like a Hollywood version. Super Hollywood. Uh, it's funny, though. Uh, Danny McBride's in it. Uh, it's a good movie. Um, but Aziz Ansari's in it. Yes, Aziz Ansari's in it. But if you really want to know like a lot more, um, watch Evil Genius on Netflix. Yeah. It's, it's a great uh, miniseries. Uh, there's four episodes. They're like... 45 minutes to an hour long and it is just crazy how like it's crazy it's just crazy man it it is fuck you so (laughs) close our eyes no uh 2023 not 2023 huh 2003 i was in high school I was not. In I was like school. a what 13. freshman or something like that. What were you doing in two thousand three? Oh wait, I was fourteen. Two thousand three. Yeah. Just. And I was in what I middle school? I was in middle school. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you live? Beaver. Beaver. Yeah. And you lived in New Brighton. Yep. I lived. Let's see. In I think that's when I started doing bad I shit. I think I was living in Beaver Falls. Yeah, that's before we met. So this tonight. It happened in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is only a 45-minute drive from us. Yep. And you know what? I'm not surprised, though, because Erie seems to be a fairly trashy place. I'm yeah. not trying to be, like, rude. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nice places, but, like, the trashy parts are, like... Trashy. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah trashy. Like, they earned the f- their trashy title. Yeah. I remember the first time I went to Philly, and I was like, people talk shit on Pittsburgh? What? Like, <laughs> wow. Even the, I've been in the, I've hung out on the north side and loved it. Like, shit, mm-hmm. man. This pe- so, uh, it's August 28th, and it's just another normal Thursday afternoon for 46-year-old Brian Wells, who is working as a delivery driver at Mamma Mia's Pizzeria, which sadly is not around anymore. Because I wanted to, like, you know, you know. I would have gotten a t-shirt exactly. for sure. Yeah. And then, like, tried the pizza. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We could have just yeah, we could have just went. Shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think about but that. But was it just another normal day? The phone rings about 1:30 p.m. from a payphone at a gas station down the street. The owner answers. The gas station also isn't there anymore. It's a different gas station. Though. Yeah. The owner answers and hears a low raspy voice and can't understand the word a word the guy is saying. So he hands it off to Brian Wells, who took the order to deliver two pizzas to 8631 Peach Street, which was a few miles away from the pizzeria. I got it already. The guy that passed the phone off is in on it. What? Who? He passed the phone off. The No. To Brian. He fucking no. pigeonholed him. Now. He wasn't. <laughs> Go ahead. So... Are you okay, Nick? Yeah, I'm, I'm just derailing. <laughs> Did you have like an aneurysm that because guy, of that the guy? Tri- fucking passed the phone off to him. It's his fault. It, ah, baby. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give a little backstory now. So Brian Wells was said to be a simple man. He was born in Warren, Pennsylvania, in November 1956, and was a veteran of the Korean War. He dropped out of school at the age of 16, and before the pizzeria, worked as a mechanic. He was said to be quiet, but nice and friendly. He regularly gave his mother rides to church and the store. But there were prostitutes. I guess he loved prostitutes. Good for what? Him. Yeah, and uh, somehow because of prostitutes. Oh dear. Oh, he nice. was approached to do a heist. 
A heist, Nikki. Oh, boy. A heist. A real heist, though. Oh, we'll boy. get into that later, though. So Mr. Wells goes to deliver this pizza that he knew wasn't just delivery. Well, it's theorized that he knew. There's two different There's like, a couple things narratives going on here. There. Yeah. So, the beginning of his heist and goes to 8631 Peach Street, which was actually the address for a transmitting tower for WC. EE TV for the area, so it's like a so, so okay. in a movie, it's like a like a junkyard, but yeah. it, it was actually just like you know, like you go off the road and there's like just one of them towers with the like little transformer in the building, like that transmitter, like a yeah. shack, yeah, almost. That's, yeah, I've seen so like that's what it was the layout of the town, and uh-huh. like if you look at where he went from where he went to where he had to go, oh, yeah, it wasn't very it, far, it's not far at all, a few miles, a few yeah. miles. Um, so it's very creepy. According to law enforcement reports, Wells participated in the planning of the heist that day before and was aware of a complex plot. Um, like there were even supposedly witnesses that like saw him at the one guy's house the day before. But then, like I said, there's a conflicting thing saying something different, but I'll, I'll I'll read the other one out, but I feel like I like it better if he was part of it. Yeah. At least in and some And then they just way. eliminated his ass and yeah. he was just playing the whole time. Oh, I don't know. Come one, come all. Step right down, ladies and gents, because you, Pastor Mark, has a new nugget just for you. Come nuggets. They are salty and sweet, like chicken nuggets, but better. My name is Little Bobby. And I love cum nuggets. After a hard day of school and baseball practice, the way they gush in my mouth is such a rush. Now available at your local McWendy's for a limited time. Come get these nuggets. Cum nuggets, cum nuggets, the taste you love. Cum nuggets, cum nuggets, it's salty and sweet. Cum nuggets, yeah. So he meets three people at the radio tower to begin the plan. Oh, no. He meets four, sorry. So he meets four people at the radio tower to begin the plan. Want to hear the plan? Yes. Dear God, So the plan was that Brian Wells was going to put a fake bomb collar on, go to the local PNC bank, and rob it for $250,000. The bomb collar was so that Mr. Wells could claim that it was put on him and that he was just doing what he was told so he didn't get in trouble you know like uh oh sorry i had to follow this or like it tells me because he he had like this the this extensive like scavenger list um so he goes to the address with the pizzas he meets the co-heist people kenneth barnes marjorie dill armstrong william rothstein and floyd stockton uh, when Brian arrives, they tell him that the plan has changed and it's now a live bomb. They gave him an elaborately written scavenger hunt. That makes it fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm Brian starting to Wells, see why I think people were thinking he's not in on it. All right. Yeah. Yep. So Brian Wells wasn't cool with that. Uh, there was a kerskuffle and whammo. The heist was on. Unwillingly, kind of. Um, but on top of the collar bomb that 
looked like a huge handcuff. Yeah. Uh, they also gave him a custom shotgun to use. Uh, it kind of looked like a cane. He used it as a cane, so like a cane gun, I guess. Okay. Are those legal no. in Pennsylvania? Those are AOWs. No. Okay, we talked about that before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has guns. to be able to form. It has to be able to look well, like so a no, gun. This is a thing, though. Shot, it kind of yeah. looked like a gun. So there's not there's not like a lot of gray area to that. It's pr- it was probably custom made too, considering was, you can walk was, into yeah. any place and get a you know the right pipe. Oh, hold to on, make a you, shotgun. I gotta show you this. Oh, oh, have you seen a picture of it? Yes. Oh, okay. That's what I was kind of gonna ask. I was like, is it exist still? Yeah. No. Uh, no, that's definitely should be an AOW. I mean, it could be really old too because there's a lot of those were just made like that could have been custom. I don't know. That's what's wild about like the pen guns and mm-hmm. that's maybe you know what in the movie thirty minutes or less the yeah. dude has a pen gun. That's oh yeah, one of those he does. AOW. That is an maybe AOW. that was like an homage. Yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> that's a ooh. It's pretty cool. Oh, so they also put a shirt over the bomb. Kind of didn't understand that one. They like hand wrote guest jeans on it. Like you hmm. saw yeah. some of the footage. It's over, silly. Over the covering over the bomb. They yeah, wrote it's guest the co- over the bomb. Okay. Yeah, but right. they like hand wrote guest. Like, why did they have to hand write? It looks well. He kind of looked like a homeless person. So he, yeah, right. Like he looks weird. He looks I think weird. he got roped in on it. Like the last minute, they were like, "We just need to we'll, find a guy." We'll get there. We'll think get it's there. Cool. Well, we'll get there. Don't oh, yeah. worry. Uh, Brian Wells, with his elaborately written scavenger hunt, cane gun, and super fashionable collar, then leaves and heads to PNC Bank. When he got to the bank around two thirty, he goes inside, waits his turn in line, gives the teller a note to saying to quietly give him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Where the collar would go off in 15 minutes. Which I think that's a lot. Uh, Yeah, it is. For a bank in Pennsylvania. Well, Mm. while waiting for the moment, money, Wells didn't act like someone who's being forced to do a bank robbery. He seemed relaxed. He even grabbed a sucker and sucked on it while he was waiting. Like, there's, um, if you go on YouTube, you can find the, Uh, the the footage. He's just like, he doesn't look. Like he's scared, like or he's concerned like calmed and chill, and yeah. not like shaky and sweaty and shit. No, yeah, he's just like I would be freaking out. Like you would tell, I'm like real nervous. Like right, mm-hmm. if you had a bomb around your yeah. neck. Oh yeah, well that's oh, that's what it felt like eating that damn chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um. The teller quickly came back, but due to there being nobody there who could open the vault, supposedly, only gave him $8,700 and left. (laughs) And and then he left. He appeared confident as he left the bank, swinging his cane gun and the bag of money like Charlie Chaplin, according to one witness. At 2.38, a witness called 911 from the bank and reported a male leaving the bank with a bomb or something wrapped around his neck. This was the first known emergency call for the incident. Fifteen minutes later, after Wells left the bank, he was proceeding with the second task on his scavenger hunt, which was um, 
getting a note under a rock at McDonald's. Hmm. Um, and the police saw him standing outside of his car and arrested him, handcuffing him and leaving him sitting on the ground in the parking lot. Wells said three unnamed black people had placed a bomb around his neck, provided him with a shotgun, and told him that they would kill him unless he committed the robbery and completed several other tasks. Which kind of sounds like he was part of it if he's making up stories, yeah, right? right? And he, even then, he still seemed like nice and calm about it. He just, he just wasn't acting like somebody who would be concerned. Like he was in on it, but then yeah. the, I guess the bomb part was just him being the patsy and realizing the, the it. police officers did not attempt to disarm the device. Wizard. Instead, oh. focusing on clearing the immediate area of pedestrians and ensuring Wells could not detonate the device. The bomb squad was first called at 3.04 p.m., at least 30 minutes after the first 911 call from the bank and about 10 minutes after Wells was arrested. At 3.18, three minutes before the bomb squad arrived, the, po- the bomb detonated and blasted a fist-sized hole in Wells' chest, killing him in seconds. Traffic congestion in the area delayed the bomb squad's arrival. That's Damn Pennsylvania traffic! Yeah, man. Mm. Uh, there and if, if if you look for it, you'll find it. You yeah. will find the video of it happening. It's it's freaking wild, isn't it? Right. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, I have a question. Did mm-hmm. they ever find anything under the rocks? Like, did they ever look at the rest um, of the scavenger hunt? So they hunt? did try to finish the scavenger hunt. And they discovered that he would have never been able to finish the scavenger hunt within the, I think Time it was like frame. 90 minutes or something like that. Yeah, that they gave 90 him. minutes, yeah. yeah. And so Ugh. he would have never been able to finish it. He was mm-hmm. going to die. That I remember reading about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It being like it was going to happen no matter what. So I remember know, hearing adults talk about it. Yeah. Like it was some wild thing that Uh-oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Well, it was. And so close home. Yep. So yep. we all know that Brian Wells was just a pawn. He thought he was part of it, but he had no idea. Um, and I mentioned the four people who were also in the heist. Uh, so let's do an introduction on those guys, huh? First, we have Marjorie Eleanor Deal Armstrong. She had a history of suffering from multi multiple mental illnesses, including bipolar disorder. Before her mental health deteriorated in her 20s, Deal Armstrong Armstrong was an exemplary student in high school and earned a master's degree from Gannon College. And in 1984, she shot her boyfriend, Robert Thomas, six times as he lay on the couch, but was acquitted on claims of self-defense. Her husband and several other partners also died under suspicious circumstances. So, like, this chick was like a black widow. Yeah. Like, 100%. That's No? You don't think so? No, I do think she was. But, like, why was she not, like, after the second one? I don't. I don't know. Because that's how like, it works, man. That's not the first person so like, she, like uh, that. That's so She common. grew up. She was the prettiest girl in town. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she blew point. every cop she could like, get her she hands on. She was rich. Um, her family had money. Like, she, she, she was, like, real narcissistic. Like, she was mean. Like, but she was real smart. 
Uh, next up, we have William Ansel Rothstein. Rothstein dated old Marge in the late 1960s and early 1970s. He was implicated in a 1977 murder after he gave a gun to a friend who used it to murder a romantic rival. He later attempted to destroy the weapon, but was granted immunity from prosecution in exchange for his testimony. Rothstein was a handyman and part-time shop teacher and was part of a group called the Fractured Intellectuals, intelligent people who are not well-adjusted. Rothstein is considered to be the creator of the collar bomb and also lived right down the road from the radio tower. Like, it was literally like a small dirt road to his, like, house. Wow. Yeah. Kenneth Barnes was a retired television repairman, crack dealer, and Deal Armstrong's (laughs) fishing buddy. (laughs) There it is. So so Marge and uh, Rothstein were very smart. Like, very smart. Kenneth Barnes was not. Yeah. He was kind of like a lackey, I guess. Minion? Maybe. Well, we'll get to him. Like, there was a reason he was part of it. Uh, Floyd Arthur J. Stockton Jr. was a convicted rapist of a disabled teenager. Stockton lived as a fugitive at Rothstein's house. So, he was like the roommate. He actually, like... He bounced the next day. Like, he, he just... It was like, bounced. I'm outie, peace. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is where it gets kind of crazy. Months before the heist at Kenneth Barnes' home, he, Marjorie, Dill Armstrong, and William Rothstein discussed ways they could make money. Dill Armstrong suggested Barnes kill her father, Harold Dill, so she would receive an inheritance. Barnes told her he was willing to do this for $250,000. See, that's why Barnes was part of it. Because he was going to kill her dad for that. But so, there there was actually interviews with this guy. And he was like, he's like, oh, I I told her jokingly, I I would kill her, but it would cost something. Jokingly. Uh Uh-huh. And and he's like... I told her jokingly two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but I wouldn't have done it. It was it was just a joke. <laughs> right then. People are fucking stupid. Uh, uh, today, that would be three hundred ninety-seven thousand seven hundred and three dollars. Twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that was a long time ago. Twenty-one. Yeah, it was. Uh, the collar bomb bank robbery plot was hatched to obtain enough money to pay Barnes to kill Deal Armstrong's father, and so the whole scheme was born. Payment up front. Oh, so Smart. this was money for money. This yeah. is money Payment for one front. fucking and, and stupid so, like, thing for another fucking I stupid thing. I guess like oh, they were Lord. never gonna share it. It was just, it was just never gonna be shared. Um, and supposedly Barnes asked for like a hundred thousand up front, but. I don't know. He seen so like some of these like testimonies and like interviews they had. You don't know what they're embellishing. You don't know what yeah. they're making up. Mm. It, it, watch it. You'll see. It he's kind a of a bullshitter. Of like yeah. he, he's bullshitter. And then Marjorie's like, no, I didn't say that. That didn't happen. And she was very insistent that she was not part of it at all. Mm-hmm. But she's still. But she's crazy. I now. think she was. Mm-hmm. Um. 
While trying to find a schmuck to commit their crimes, Barnes asked a hooker who frequented his house if she knew anyone who they could coerce into doing the robbery for them, and she brought up Wells, who she said was a pushover. Way to throw him under the bus, fucking hooker. For information, they gave her crack and money. Well... And and she there was an interview with her and like she said that he was like special to her like they were like like he would take her to places and appointments and they would hang out like even though he's paying her for sex. Yes. The fuck? At least I mean he was getting the whole deal, you know. He's getting the whole. He was getting the girlfriend experience. Is that what you're saying? The girlfriend experience. Okay. Okay. I guess. Not the Jewish girlfriend experience, just the girlfriend experience, I guess. And the way he knew, like, Big Bang Theory joke. I can't. I got you. So the way Barnes is connected, because she would take Wells to Barnes' house and have sex with him upstairs in in the second floor. Okay. And then she'd buy crack from Barnes, who was downstairs, and, you know, they were all happy. It's a one-stop shop. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Jeez. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> uh, so we have a black widow, <laughs> a really smart dude fuck up, two other fuck ups who are, are not so smart. Uh, and would you believe that nobody ever got charged with Wells' death? That's the weird part. Nobody. Yeah, because there's no direct. No, the no they part. can't like, prove the direct, charged, though. But it was like, what, no like manslaughter or something? It wasn't like... No, I don't... It was... I can't remember right this second. It's because they can't get proof. That's it. They yeah, couldn't get proof of, yeah. without well, a doubt because, that this person killed everybody him. selling the he was part of it. So mm-hmm. if he wasn't, then that puts them up for grounds for um, like. Um, what accessories or death something? penalty. Or, or oh, something yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. So. Uh, class whatever mm-hmm. for felony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on September 20th, and honestly, if nobody had ever done, if they had all just been like, whatever, and been good for the rest of their lives, nobody would have ever found out about this. Mm-hmm. But on September 20th, 2003, Rothstein, who lived near a television tower, called police to inform them the body of a man, James Roden, was hidden in a freezer in a garage at his house. Rodin had been living with Deal Armstrong for 10 years. In custody, Rothstein claimed Deal Armstrong had murdered her then-boyfriend, Rodin, with a 12-gauge shotgun during a dispute over money. Rothstein said she paid him $2,000 to help hide the body and clean the crime scene at her house. In January 2005... Deal Armstrong pleaded guiltily, guilty but mentally ill to third-degree murder and abuse of a corpse for killing Rodin and was sentenced to between 7 and 20 years in prison. She is believed to have killed Rodin to prevent him from informing authorities about the robbery plot. Now, it's thought that he might have been the original driver and he probably mm-hmm. wasn't cool with it or whatever. And He was that first guy! They passed the phone call on to Wells. No. I'm t- no, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> he answered the phone and then gave it to the other. I'm telling you, no. that's a big point to me. Why would you pass the phone call off? Because he couldn't understand him. And Wells was the driver, so obviously, like the driver's going to need the address. Mm, I don't know, man. It's fishy. 
<laughs> of all things, that is what you focus on. That's I don't, it. Nick. I'm not. That's not the only thing. You I'm need to start doing this. research, damn it. <laughs> no, I In April 2005, Dill Armstrong told a state trooper she had information about the Wells case, and after meeting with FBI agents, said she would tell them everything she knew if she was transferred from a Muncie Correctional Institute to a minimum security prison in Cambridge Springs. During a series of interviews. Deal Armstrong admitted to providing the kitchen timers used for the bomb, stated Rothstein masterminded the plot and that Wells had been directly involved in the plan. Did they move her? Yes. Oh. In late 2005, that was the year I graduated, Barnes, who was in jail who was in jail on unrelated drug charges was turned in by his brother-in-law after revealing details of the crime to him on September 3rd, 2008 Barnes pleaded guilty to conspiring to rob a bank and to aiding and abetting on December 3rd that year, he was sentenced to 45 years in prison by a federal judge in Erie for his role in the crime. Barnes' sentence was later reduced to 22.5 years after he testified against Dill Armstrong. So he's coming up. Mm-hmm. No shit. I guess the no stitch snitches thing in Pennsylvania Jeez. ain't a thing. <laughs> in Not for that bitch. Come on <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I like how the girl got, her, got herself a cushier setup, you know? Yeah, she did. She definitely worked that shit. She was smart. Mm-hmm. In July 2007, U.S. Attorney Mary Beth Buchanan announced Deal Armstrong and Barnes had been charged with the crime, with Deal Armstrong as the mastermind. The deceased Rothstein and Wells were named as unindicted co-conspirators. Buchanan stated Wells had been involved in the plot from the beginning, but that his co-conspirators fitted him with a real bomb that would have exploded even if were removed. On July 29, 2008, U.S. District Court Judge Sean J. McLaughlin made an initial finding that Deal Armstrong was mentally incompetent to stand trial due to a number of mental disorders. She was fucking crazy, yep. but she played it up. Yep. Like she'd shave her eyebrows and like play it up to make them <laughs> think she was crazier crazy than she bitch. actually was. That's wild. Ugh. Uh, so that in- indicated that the ruling would be reviewed after she had received a period of treatment in a mental hospital. Deal Armstrong was then transferred for treatment to a federal mental health facility in Texas. So she should be in fucking jail, like yeah. prison. Yeah. But now she gets to go to comfy fucking mental institutions where, you know, like the food's considered to be better. They don't treat you like shit. You're just there with some crazy people. Like you gotta have to and deal with Fred sh- yelling at the fucking wall, but like you're not gonna get your ass beat and your food stolen and shanked in prison for whatever. Yeah, you know? they're, I mean they're generally cushier. There's like access, like access to libraries and shit like yeah. that. Like education. I mean, in real in jail, there's access to education. I guess now though there is. I, there's I, also I've access never, to libraries, cell phones, and computers. I've never even on walked your... into nah, a jail heard, or anything. I heard in Florida they're trying to. Get rid of that stuff again. On the the, uh, cell phone use thing, yeah. I was once in the parking lot of the county jail. 
That's as close I've, as I got. Oh, I've been all up in that bitch, but on the good side of things, because I got mm-hmm. a, I got a, 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 like a, there's one group that gets a tour of the jail. For, mm-hmm. It's a program in Beaver County. And, I got a uh, tour of the jail. When I was in the bad kids school, they take all the bad kids there. Ooh. Uh. Hey, ladies. Have you ever had a wondrous night with your little fella and realized there were no condors in sight? And then you rush to your bathroom and there's no backup plan? Well, fear not. Here at BB Be Gone, for only $19.95, one of our contraceptive custodians will be dispatched to you, and your little problem will be no more. On February 24th, 2009, Judge McLaughlin scheduled a hearing for March 11th, 2010, to determine whether Dill Armstrong was now competent to stand trial. On September 9th, the judge determined she was now competent. In October 2010, Dill Armstrong took the stand to testify on her own behalf as part of her defense. She asked for a change in venue, arguing extensive media coverage of the case prevented her from receiving a fair trial in Erie. Judge McLaughlin denied this request, noting while the allegations were unusual, the news coverage as a whole has been about as factual and objective as it could be under the circumstances. Wow. That's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. For judge to go that, yeah. Uh, I mean. I don't like her. The jury already knew. Oh, yeah. had to. There's no way. Now, so if you were ever, like, supposed to be, like, in a, what is it? Like, have you ever got jury, jury duty? duty? Mm-hmm. And you didn't hear about it, but, like, it was, like, crazy and you, like, wanted to be part of it. Would you pretend like you didn't? Yes. Because if you know about it, you're, you know. But you can, like, I'm never going to get picked for jury duty, and I know mm-hmm. it. Because in my core of core, it's Dude. too easy for me to fucking look to at look someone, hear, the evi- like, hear, like, yeah, this much no. of the fucking evidence of what happened, and mm-hmm. be like, no, fuck that guy. He can go to jail. Oh, yeah. You like it, it's too fuck fucking easy for me to do that yeah. <laughs> to just be like fuck it nope done good jail like get out of jail free nope like i couldn't do it on november 1st 2010 deal armstrong was convicted of armed bank robbery conspiracy to commit armed bank robbery and using a destructive device in a crime on February 28, 2011, she was sentenced to life in prison to be served consecutively with the prison term imposed in the 2005 in 2005 for killing Roden. In November 2012, the Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit affirmed her conviction. In January 2013, the U.S. Supreme Court denied her petition for certiorari declining to hear her case. In December 2015, Dill Armstrong lost a second appeal of her conviction. Oh, uh, she was just on the screen. Oh. List, it took over a decade? Mm-hmm. Shit. So where are they now? Yep. Do you think any of them are alive? Uh, no, I think most of them are dead. There might be one still left. Rothstein was admitted to the Mill Creek Community Hospital on July 23, 2004, Having previously been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, showing diffuse, large cell type myeloproliferative lymphoma, and died on July 30th that year at the age of 60. So this motherfucker, he knew he was going to die. 
Yeah. He knew he was going to die at yeah. that point. So he just got involved for the funsies of it. Well, I don't know. I have a theory, kind of. Floyd Stockton was granted immunity for his testimony against Dill Armstrong, but was never called to testify in court due to illness. Stockton died of acute respiratory failure in Bellingham, Washington, at age of 74 to 75. His death was ruled accidental. What year? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, My bad. It was probably in like 2000. It was like early. It was like what? Late 2000s. Oh, okay. So like 2008 or something like that. Wow, I can't believe I dropped the ball on that one. Oh. Kenneth Barnes suffered from diabetes and died in prison on June 20th, 2019 at the age of 64 to 65. So Holy she's still alive. Deal Armstrong died from breast cancer in prison April 4th, 2017 at the age of 68. Listen, I fucking wow. called it. I knew Everybody. all of them didn't take care of themselves. I was like, they're all dying. Fuck it. They're well, all dude, dying they were from all something. like hoarders. Like all their what? houses were like, yeah. That's like have you've seen that, like yeah. what is it ho- that hoarding show? Yeah. Like that's how their houses looked, all of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Listen, you ever want to like feel good about your house because you're only mildly dirty? Like watch that show. Watch like three episodes. Mm-hmm. And you'll just like look at your house and be like, it's not that bad. I'll pick that stuff up. I yep. got it. Now there's one more thing. I mentioned a prostitute that is said to have given Wells' name to the conspirators. Her name was Jessica. <laughs> In 2018, <laughs> Jessica Lapic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Hoopsick admitted oh. to her involvement in the plot. Melissa Chan of Time wrote, Hoopsick says a conspirator approached her to find a gopher who could be, scaring, who could be scared into robbing a bank. In the 2018 documentary Evil Genius, Hoopsick identified the conspirator as Barnes and alleges she recommended Wells, whom she described as a pushover, and admitting to setting up Wells in exchange for money and drugs, Hoopsick expressed regret for her role and said Wells had no advanced knowledge of the bank robbery. ATF agent Jason Wick stated Hoopsick was uncooperative uncooperative in 2003 and that (laughs) authorities always believed that she knew more about the case. However, Wick also expressed concern Hoopsick might not be a credible witness. So what I mean, she think? wouldn't be a credible witness. They wouldn't consider yeah. a prostitute credible. All I but think, all I think I, it was Wendy from uh, Breaking Bad. I feel like she did know more. Because but, think about it. Like, well, she yeah, was oh, yeah, sleeping no, with absolutely. people and doing, buying I mean, about, drugs from those people. Like, so, like, yeah. did Brian Wells know? Was he part of it? Or was he just an innocent victim? And I think was, he was spun a different story. And who was the mastermind? I'm wondering how her income was hit. Was it Margie? fucking dying or going to jail. <laughs> She's probably, that's why she's like, oh, telling all this shit now. No, I think the rich lady was the mastermind, 100% behind all of it. And then I think that Her. Wells, Marjorie, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Wells was told one thing. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I think they've all fully planned to just so get rid of him. Wells was told one thing and then they 
decided that he yeah. was a risk and needed to get rid of him. Yeah. I think Rothstein is the mastermind. Why do you think he Rothstein? He knew he was dying. And in, in the documentary, he says something. He, he gets put in the police room and he says, I just want to let you know I'm the smartest person in this room. And he knew he could get one over on the cops. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think he he knew it was going to fail. And he put the bomb in there because he knew it was going to fail. And so he could take him out so he couldn't talk. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, And I think he was just doing it as a last fuck you to, the, like, the cops and shit. Because he also, like, attached himself to it without actually being a part of the investigation. Ah. Like. Like he he um, informed about her um, whenever she killed her boyfriend. Yeah. He because he he was an informant. They he got immunity. So like he like in the documentary he like shows her apartment and shows where the body was. Like they cut it up into pieces and stuff. He didn't get charged with it because he informed, but he did that too. Like he yeah. chopped this body up. He melted down the gun into um what is it called? Just the the metal uh, like smelted it. Yeah. Yeah. He smelted the gun like Which they can still tell when you do stupid shit. Like I don't know. Marjorie, like, I mean people think oh, I don't if know. You in, the, enough, in, yeah. in in the documentary she like she talks a lot. She like supposedly told like fellow inmates parts about like what happened and stuff like yeah. that. Like I don't know. She just he seemed a lot smarter than her. He's the one she, who created the vet, the 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 neck bomb, and like I just think he was the mastermind. But she she sense. probably thought she was. Yeah, like he made it but seem like she was, he, and he used he her knew cause to get what was going to happen. He knew he was going to die. He was trying to get a fuck you off. I think that's what I think. That's but, yeah. No, that I, makes sense. Hello, this is Doctor Dick and Doc. The mind behind the inflatable family pumper and the triple dong dragon builder. Today, I have a new product I'd like to talk to you about. I'm about to revolutionize the way that you clip your toenails. No more bending down, no more having to bend your legs at all. With my easy 37 part system, I promise you that you will never have to worry about your toenails again. Paired with our cutting-edge bunion bumper, that product will very quickly become the essential piece of your daily life. Get your toenailizer system today on Amazon and in some select Walmarts near you. So I got a question. A question. We're hanging out. Mm-hmm. Let's just pretend uh, the three of us actually knew each other. Mm-hmm. Back in 2003, it doesn't quite make sense, but we'd or- we order a pizza one fine evening, and the, the pizza delivery guy, act sketchy as fuck, hands us a pizza and an extra little bag, and the bag has $250,000 in it. Of course, we're leaving Mark's house immediately, but then what are we doing? Like, we just going to the mall, just yeah. buying some shit, like we so hit Walmart. So we're thinking about like, back then right yeah 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 like not not back then like me back then or me now back yeah back then us back then i'd be buying guitars we would go to get the oh we would end up going up to robinson and guitar center yeah we'd end up having to buy a new car oh shit 
Yeah, and not everything would have fit in Jessica's Cavalier. I'd be real pushy <laughs> about trying to get it that day. Yeah. We would so get caught. Yeah. <laughs> We'd but so it was get only yeah, these teenagers went out and just bought so all kinds what of if, shit. What if his plan went out, you know, right and like I wonder how pissed off he was that he only got eight grand when yeah, they were like, expecting two. What would they do K? if he did finish, but then at the same time he wasn't gonna be able to finish? So if he wasn't gonna be able to finish, were they just gonna pick up the money where the at the place that he did die? Like, did yes. they not think that the through? money would explode though if he had it close yeah, enough to so him? Right? Like, does uh, that mean that they just like the only person that thought that through was the one dude? Like, I get mm, that's true. Or did they not think it through? I mean, I guess that that is theory. I've heard even I've heard of other stuff where people make stupid decisions just like that and don't think <clears throat> about all the yeah, different angles of it. it, and it's like, oh, I didn't think of that. But then once you're already in cuffs over it, you don't, you're, I bet like lawyers instantly tell people, don't tell people, oh, I didn't think of that. Don't say that at all. Like, I wonder if any lawyer, that's like their first point. Oh, no, I just feel like you should know that the cops aren't just going to let you go uh, for that. Like, you're not going to get away with yeah, it. Yeah. When you're caught, you're caught. As we soon as you told shit. them, or as soon as you handed them that note, she pressed that button. And the cops knew. Wild shit, man. That's insanity. And I remember... I feel bad for that guy, kind of, but at the same time, like... Yeah, he... Was he part of it? Like, how much did he know? Yep. We're never going to know. I mean, he could have been just really well coached. All the weird shit he was doing. Like, twirling the thing. So, so another thing, he supposedly was really into... um, scavenger hunts uh, tell me that's not a little weird hmm. so you probably jerked off to the saw but movies may, i don't I like, never know <laughs> well, well there was only like one at that point that's why it's it's such a strange happening it is wild that there was only one saw movie back then oh my god <laughs> oh yeah no now there's fucking 15 of them <laughs> fucking so like if so, if you were a pizza delivery driver, and you got called out to, like, the middle of nowhere, and these dudes held you down and made you put on a bomb collar to rob a bank, would you do it? No, I would have shot them all. Um, but let's say you don't. <laughs> I would have like, figured out a way to shoot them all. They're able to get you yeah, on they were able to and get put it. it on your neck. That's the scary part. Boy, oh boy. I mean. <clears throat> I know how to pick handcuffs. I feel like it's just, like. Yeah. Even though the cops couldn't get it off of him. I feel like I'm relieved by the fact that I probably personally know people that are skilled enough that could get it off of Oh, man, the tension on that lock you. Would be so hard, heavy. <laughs> Not you. Wow, thanks. I know how Sorry. to pick locks. Yeah, well. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> Just no. First of all, I wouldn't get out of the fucking car. You want me to deliver pizza? Uh, yeah, nowhere? Yeah. No, suck my dick. I'd, be, I'd, I'd, I'd toss it out be like, like mm, a take out my paycheck. Yep. Here you guys go. Bye. Yep. That's why I couldn't be. Uh, yeah, people are. People mm-hmm. say like. People well, then are, there's people who like rob the delivery drivers. Or they used to. Like, yeah. They don't hear about Back it as day, much. Yeah. They make an order to somewhere and they just jump them. Well, it's because they know they have cash, uh-huh. so it's actually like the mm-hmm. quick fill and beaver. Yep. One of the dudes was fucking robbed one night. But these days, now it's all digital, so yep. they and don't have nearly as much. Like they should. 
because mm-hmm. nobody wants killed for what was what isn't the receipt. money that isn't even yeah. theirs. <clears throat> mm-hmm. God damn. Mm, Wild shit. Me, I don't like, know, man. All the, all the pizza drivers I've ever known were all th- also thug ass people too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, that yeah. or they were dealers, so nobody fucked with them. I mean, anyway. well, yeah, that too. Dude didn't even do high school. He wasn't. Oh, yeah, but he was. I mean, he was a vet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, anyways, we anyway, have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Um. It has stuff and things. And stuff We're gonna and things. try to start doing more featurettes. So, do you think we could do one a featurette per month? Yeah, just no more hot chips. Yeah, no, we're uh, yeah, no, we're, we're retiring. We're not doing from the, the hot, hot stuff. Yeah, we already no. talked about that in the new featurette coming out. We're, we're um, no more hot stuff. Yeah, we still got some. We still got some weird chips though. So we yeah. are still. We'll do weird stuff. I'll eat some more so. bugs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Not spicy ones. For sure. Yeah. Just I mean, not. I like spicy to an extent, but that's just excessive. Yeah. I swear they got hotter over the years. Oh yeah. So um, it, actually, because so if you watched our video of us eating the one chip challenge and bitching out, we actually talk about it on our new Patreon featurette. Um, that will be out very shortly after this episode. If I can get it out before, I'm gonna try, but. I work the next couple days. So Get to watch hard. us suffer. But it will be out by Monday at least on Patreon. President's Day. The episode. Oh, is it President's Day? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, President's Day. Release. No work, no school, yeah. no mail, no banks. There you go. Oh, yeah. That gives nobody any reasons to not listen to this shit. Yep. <clears throat> well. Um, we're going to start doing more for the Patreon. We should come up with some stickers. Like, if you still haven't gotten what we're supposed to send you, we will get it done. Oh I yeah, promise. It's getting put together. It's just we suck. Yeah, life. Life sucks. You know what? It's because of that goddamn groundhog got killed by the mayor uh, from New York. Years so ago. we're going from we're going from Harambe to the groundhog that yeah. the that the mayor dropped. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. That's a good scapegoat too. Yeah. Nothing's been the same without you. <laughs> Do we have any other announcements? Um, oh, Rob says that the calendars were a hit. Yeah. He gave them out to He said family. that you looked like Bobby Lee in one of them, and I can't oh. unsee that from here. Was it the one where I straightened my hair? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah. It's all the- <laughs> I think I'm a little tall. No, no, I I see it you, now. I'm I'm pretty sure Bobby wanna... Lee's like five four. Yeah, aren't you? I'm like aren't five you like seven. Five? Like, no, I'm five you're seven. Not that yeah, no, I am sixty eight uh, inches, something like that. You're such a little guy. I know. <laughs> My short round. Short round. Yep. Is that a racist joke? Because I called you Bobby Lee. Um, oh no! You got to think of all. The I don't know. Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon to that one. Yeah. Um. Maybe. maybe. So, anyways, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope. We hope. Don't deliver pizzas. To I mean, places. I know you all enjoyed the episode, so there's really no hope over here. But wait, but all right. Watch the documentary. 
It's oh, yeah. definitely worth watching. Now watch There's some the things that I didn't go deep into because of time constraints. Like, it's it's definitely worth but it. You should totally leaves, it leaves watch. some gaps to yeah. enjoy the documentary. You should totally watch the documentary and then watch the Hollywood movie, not the no, other way around, because no. I feel like it'd be funnier. No. No, Why? Because I was, I was criticizing first. the Hollywood movie the whole time. But it's supposed to be funny, I so know. like that's so but they changed the so much. That's the, the that if the they kept the normal story in, it would have been, been real shit. good. But they changed it. Mm. Yeah, and they made it better and funnier. Uh, it was slapstick it's, funny. I think I you know. should watch. Well, honestly, it's too late now if you've heard this, but you should start with the. The the movie, listen to us and then us. watch the documentary. Yeah, that would probably be the best way to do. It. Aziza disagrees. Aziza so disagrees. if you want to be on her camp about it, do it her way. I mean, listen, yeah. I well, want comments whatever. once that happens. Somebody say who, which one was right, the She'll right lose order. Your shit over the comments. So Maybe, she'll be looking out um, for them now. Well, <laughs> we might be waiting for a while for comments. Um, <laughs> I get stuff from Rob. Rob. Joe gives me feedback too. Fucking Rob. Yeah. I think we got a stalker on our hands. Well, Would you leave him be? <laughs> Listen, if you Dude, that's what, Taco's wait best till friend. You, wait till you hear these commercials, man. We oh. got new commercials. You've already heard them at least in this episode. Right. Those were all Rob. So that he's the guy you want to <laughs> go they sound real burn scat, down his house cringy. or whatever. Not mine. Uh, so he's got calendars. <laughs> yeah. To spare. His his uh his like office is uh just surrounded us pictures of us and from the calendar. And he blew drum. up a couple of the pictures as posters. Like yeah. it's, it's real weird. And then Fat head just, style. And then yep. just tons of dicks that he's drawn. Yeah. It's tons In of between. dicks. Yeah. Uh, so he's really is, good at uh, it though. He's really good at it. This this is smart. Is, and this is Nick. And I'm Z. And, and this, this is the Guns and Gory Podcast. Well, hello. This is Z, and you guys have been listening to the Guns and Gory Podcast. Written and produced by Mark Hodge and Nick Parrish. Audio engineering by Mark Hodge. Recorded in Fatboy Studios via Sir Nicky's Love Castle. Media manager is me, Z. We'd like to thank all of our friends and family for the amazing support and all of you awesome people listening in. Please join our Patreon for fun extras and behind the scenes with the guys. You can find us at patreon.com slash guns and gory. That is guns, A-N-D-G-O-R-Y. You can also find us on the Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube at guns and gory. Thank you so much for listening. Please comment, like, share, subscribe, have a few carrier pigeons. We'll take them all. I hope you know